Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners and all our Easy Wasters out there. Good morning, Rita. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We seem to be saying this, uh, it seems like it's every other day, doesn't it? The time goes by so fast. But, uh, hey, we're just kind of changing our ways a little bit, Reef, but uh, we're hanging in there. I mean, I'm driving by shopping centers that seem to be disappearing. And it's a brick-and-mortar situation. And we got the Easy Way Wall of Fame Virtual Summit coming up on the 29th and 30th, and that's exactly what it is, brick-and-mortar to broadcast, right? (laughs) <laughs> That's it. Nowadays, everything is virtual, you know, and to have a whole conference virtual, that's amazing. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's adaptability, right, Reef? You have to adapt to situations, you know? If, uh, well, exactly. If, if, the railroads had realized, if the railroads had realized that they were in the transportation business, they wouldn't yeah. be in trouble right now. You know? <laughs> you know, I see a lot of jobs coming up in the railroad. Uh, I don't know. I And, and also down in L.A., kind of your area a little bit, uh, the uh, shipping industry down on the docks they're hiring. But uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think we'll pass on that, right? <laughs> I don't think we want to be working I on that. I think so. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm with you, but with that, we're going to move into our hot topic time. Let's see what's All going right. on. All right. Well, ripped from the headlines, today's hot topic. Well, my hot topic this morning is basically there is so much to watch on TV now. You can't. You may be home, but you can't possibly be bored if you've got a smart TV, if you've got cable, even if you have just the broadcast stations. There's all kinds of stuff that you can see on TV nowadays. Remember the old Rabbit Ears TV? Well, the Rabbit Ears are actually back, and there are channels on there now. Before it used to be two, four, five, seven, nine, and eleven. Now you can get what seems to be almost 100 channels just on your regular TV with your rabbit ears. If you've got cable, you've got all kinds of channels. If you've got Netflix, if you've got Voodoo, if you've got Hulu, there's all kinds of stuff. But I just want to let you know I I have a, a small part on Dead to Me, which is a... TV series on Netflix. It happens to be in its second season. I'm in episode four, so if you're binge watching, I'll be up early in the season. It's a TV series that stars Christina Applegate. You might remember her um, from, um, I can't think of the name of the show. Uh, At any rate, you know who Christina Applegate is. It's a cute show. It's called Dead to Me. It's kind of dark. It's 
You can bet, catch up on the first season. I'm in episode four, season two, like I said, and that's on Netflix. But there's so much stuff on TV. You can, I know you guys are missing your sports. They're trying to bring the sports back as soon as they possibly can. But they're doing virtual TV shows now, virtual game shows. The late night hosts are, are uh, hosting live from their dining room or their den or wherever it is. So there is no lack of TV right now. And uh, we're going to hopefully see some stuff starting to film normally now. I mean, even the game shows, the contest shows, it's amazing that they're actually filming from their home. And I have to admit, I've shot a couple of things where it was just me in my house. And uh, it's kind of nice not having to do that commute to and from. So that is my hot topic, just Catch up on all the TV you possibly can and relax. Don't watch so much news. It'll drive you crazy. Jim, what's your hot topic today? You know, that's true. I, you know, too much news, too depressing. Cause it, and it's so repetitive. So we have uh, Americans uh, head back to shops and restaurants starting to get things going amid signs of recovery. Over 4.4 million people have been infected by the coronavirus and uh, basically in 188 countries. China has been trying to avoid fallout from the coronavirus. Now with uh, 100 companies want investigations, on, you know, uh, holding them responsible for all this. And the, uh, uh, the, the situation caused by the virus, uh, six out of seven continents have reported cases Antarctica remains clear. About one-third of the global population under some form of lockdown since the first cases were detected in China in December. Uh, The countries with the most COVID-19 cases, well, the U.S. tops the list by far with 1,400,000, followed by Russia uh, with only uh, 252,000, and then Britain, Spain, Italy, Brazil, France, and Germany all with similar figures. It goes down as you go down with the uh, list. But uh, the U.S. is way out there. And uh, the U.S. has reported 86,000 deaths with at least 30 meat workers dying uh, nationwide, along with 10,000 have been infected or exposed in some way or another. Some countries in Asia, including China and South Korea, are experiencing a resurgence of the virus uh, prompting authorities to uh, reimpose restrictions. Economic effects, the U.S. has lost 20.5 billion jobs in April, pushing the unemployment rate to 14.7%, and that's that's high. Uh, that's unacceptable. And uh, President Trump uh, broke the records as far as high employment, total high, totally high employment, and it's all been reversed now because April's rate marks a new record in the, uh, we got, what is it, 10.8%, 82 retail sales dropping in the U.S. to 16.4% in April. Uh, uh, President Trump signed a historic $2 trillion stimulus bill, which we know about, to help uh, industries and all the businesses get back in shape, and now they're talking about a part two. The bill is the largest emergency relief package in U.S. history. 
at least 17 U.S. states have stay-at-home orders in place, and uh, they impose some type of restrictions based on a second-week downward trend in the corona cases. President Trump announced a third-phase plan to reopen the country. Uh, now, the Pelosi and the Dems want to put together a $3 trillion package. The, price is, the problem is that uh, seems to be benefiting some Democratic areas and uh, funding Planned Parenthood and, you know, giving money to the illegal aliens and things, and they don't, the public Republicans don't think that's necessary. <clears throat> the president reopened a plan is based on a second-week downward trend in the coronavirus because it's been going down. <clears throat> Many of the states that have begun reopening or planning to have failed to meet the criteria because when you reopen, like a restaurant or something, there's a lot of they have their uh, spacing and uh, there's a lot of guidelines. They don't just open. The closing of at least 124,000 U.S. public and private schools has affected at least 55.1 million students. 200 colleges in the U.S. have canceled personal classes. The colleges really got hit hard with their graduations, all their ceremony, their sports. And you're talking about billions being lost with the sports being shut down. New York City jail population fell below 4,000 for the first time in 74 years. Well, there's no one out in the streets to arrest, and the jails are releasing prisoners, which are turning out to be safe because they're committing numerous crimes the same day they get out. The World Health Organization has raised more than 60 uh, vaccines that are they're in development, not ready yet. There's currently no current, currently no vaccine for COVID-19. And Reef, I'm going to have to leave it there, but I have so much more I'm trying to get out, but. Uh, uh, some good news is the uh, the doors are opening up, and uh, lenders are really reap. They're giving out, as you know, real estate very low interest rates. It, you know, record breaking two point two point seven five. I mean, that's really low. The problem is qualifying for that is not easy. They're ra- raising their LTV, their loan to value, so it's hard to qualify for that money. Oh, what do you think of that? <laughs> Well, we're we're in a whole new world anyway, so I guess that's going to be part of it: low interest rate but high qualifications. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, with, it's a different world. But with that, that let's move on to a word with our from our sponsor. Looking to grow and align your brand with celebrities and other established brands? Your brand is all about your entire customer experience. Everything from your logo, your website, your social media experiences, the way you answer the phone, to the way your customers experience your staff. So why not let us help you get your branding right from the start? At EasyWay Promotions, we are a new class of professionals providing first-class online branding, promotion, social media, website development, editing, graphic design, public relations, media, SEO, and online advertising to give your business the competitive edge to stand out. Our highly experienced experts will not only help you increase your online presence, but also provide you with a proven online strategy to help you increase the value of your company and make acquiring new customers easier. So what are you waiting for? Contact us today and let us help you grow your business exponentially. For more information, contact 424-209-9290 or visit easywaypromotions.com. That's letter E, letter Z. 
We also encourage you to like our Facebook page at Easy Way Promotions. Yes, indeed. And, uh, yeah, Ruth, like you said, it's definitely a changing world. And we have somebody, we have a, you know, I say special guest, but I'm not saying that lightly. We have a special guest that's totally in the need. I mean, he's not in the need. We are in the need for him. His name's Jeffrey Levine, and he's got this unlock, an expert at taxes, a tax attorney, and certified financial planner. Jeffrey has helped business owners with five to ten years of retirement sell their businesses for the highest profits, and he's known as the wealth builder. And this is a big issue on this show, but it's uh, baby boomers, but we also have the millennials that have to listen to this. And uh, let's see if we got him on. Jeffrey, on with us? Can you hear me? There we go. We got Jeffrey. We can. Jeffrey, this is oh, welcome Rita back, Gray. Jeffrey. Rita, this I'm is Jeffrey. You know Jeffrey. <laughs> well, thanks for taking the time to come on uh, our, our Radio Boomers Live. Uh, I say it's Eric's show, and, but in slow motion. Okay, so we uh, we've got a lot of questions for you, but there's so much going on with what's going on and we're we're out there Jeff in the water next to the boat with our hands reach out we need life preservers only uh what is it 23% of boomers expect to receive any kind of income from uh, pensions and the retirement savings is not good for a high percentage of them so well, uh what it, yeah, yeah what has happened basically is all these companies who used to provide pensions for people, and that's what they lived on, but it was too costly. So they changed it. It's almost like a corona, a COVID-19. It all changed overnight. And all of a sudden, uh. you had to save yourself, and you had to put money away for the future. And that is not as easy as people think because everybody wants your money. Yeah. So what I do and what I help people do is use the vacuum technique. I sweep it from you before you get a chance to put it in your mother always told me when you have a hole, when you put money in your pocket, there's this invisible hole that you can't see. And I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't forget when I came home at night, he always asked me how much money do you have left over? And I used to tell him nothing. (laughs) So I learned early on in my career as a, a tax attorney and financial consultant, we have to save that money before we spend that money, pay yourself first. Well, and then how much that's... do you suggest we pay ourselves first? Because well, I'll pay my, I, I sure change myself. How much should <laughs> I be paying myself? Well, everybody's different, but the key concept is for people to start. Inch by inch is a cinch, yard by yard is hard. If we try to do 10% right off the bat, it might be too much. So why don't we start with 2 or 3%, something you can do. And then the goal is every six months, 
to a year, let's add to that. Especially if you have a, a company where you work and they match your contributions, you should definitely do that. That's free and, money. And there's a term, high in demand. And that seems to be what's going on with the show, that you have uh, JLS TV. And uh, it's definitely a wealth-building show. Congratulations on that. Tell us a little bit about that, because uh, it yes. seems to be on the hot ticket. Well, it is, and it's, I'm so excited to do it, because what I'm going to do is bring in financial experts that many people really don't have contact with. And I'm going to have them on the show and share their expertise and how they became successful. Success leaves clues. And then teach what they're teaching. You know, maybe we can get access to some of their teachings where we can learn from the great. But, you know, one thing that I've always found about these people, these financial experts and success experts, is they've had some of the challenges we've had. They've just done a little bit better with them. Everybody in COVID-19, there's no exclusion. Some people are doing okay. Some people are not. So I'm the TV show, I'm going to find out what makes them really successful in challenging times. So and, and, your show, and your show, it, it's on JLS TV, is called Wealth Building, or is it Wealth Builders? Yes, and it's both parts. You know, you, ha- you have to build wealth first. But the thing I don't see out there is building wealth and keeping wealth. Just because you think you have enough, you have to watch it. You have to keep on top of it. It's your responsibility. It is your money. And I think a lot of people, once they get to retirement, they have more time and a lot easier to spend it. So, so I know I know you're not a psychologist to Jeffrey, but why is it that? And we talked uh, the other day. Why is it such a high percentage? Uh, don't uh, take the time or whatever wherewithal to, or have the wherewithal to preserve their wealth and savings. They don't. It, I guess because you start saving, you want to spend it. So what? Do you, you just have to basically lock it up in bonds or something so you don't touch it, right? Make it untouchable. Yeah, what I did is I, all my clients, and this is sort of interesting, I did it without them even realizing. It came out of their paycheck and went somewhere else. And when you don't have it, you don't miss it. Yeah. So that's. They always ask me at the end when they had all this big money at the end of the retirement, enough to retire. And they said, I don't know how I did it. Every single one of them. The bottom line is we did it for them. Yeah. And let me tell so, you, what what is great is you just do a little bit at a time 
and grows. And you get excited. You get your statements and you say, no matter what's happening now, yes, the market's down, but today it's way up. And exactly. markets always come back every single time. I heard. Stick with it. And and then, but I also heard they say if it's going down seven percent, sometimes it's it, you should sell stocks. So you think you should just hold on to them? Well, right now I just heard last night on sixty minutes. It was a fluke. I was watching it. Jerome Powell, the head of the Federal Reserve, and he was fantastic. And he was semi-optimistic. How about that? Wow, we need that. What? Well, the reason he said that is people are going out, people are going, things are open. They're not all going to go at the same time, but they are going to go. And the more they spend, things are going to start to get better. And he's thinking next year... Now, it's not going to be great. Again, inch by inch is a cinch. A little bit is better than nothing. Yeah. They say the, uh, they say like the three legs of retirement, say it's a stool or something, would be Social Security, private pensions, and personal savings. But uh, there's a a high percentage that don't have uh, retirement at all, and they have Social Security at 14,000 a year on average. So... Is it too late to start at 65 or 70? Or do you think it's, well, it, it can't be too late. You have to start. But what would you recommend somebody that realizes that they made a mistake 30 years ago and they want to start now? What would you say? Just a savings account or take a percentage of their Social Security check or from a part-time job? Uh, well, put something, you know. I have to put them. This is called a financial planner, somebody who sits down with somebody and does an actual plan based on their goals. So unless they know where they want to go, the road becomes less traveled unless you know what the road is. So I think the most important thing is, okay, if you are that person, there are things you can do to better it. It may not be perfect, but something is always better than nothing. Exactly. So you get people from all ages coming in to see you, right? Or do you have more people in their you know, middle age or, or a baby boomer type? Well, it's, it's more middle age. Uh, it seems like people around 50, all of a sudden uh, kids get out of school and they're empty nesters and they say, whoa. I just paid for college. What about me? So, but the one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now what? Yeah. But the one thing that I have found in my career the younger somebody starts, a la a child, a grandchild, they have so many years, and it's called compound interest. So when money goes away, and you don't pay taxes on it, and let's assume you get 5%. Every 14 years, it doubles. Huh. At 5, yeah. And at 7, 
it takes approximately 10 years. You see that difference of four years? Oh, yeah, yeah. But if you put a little bit more in and you earn potential a little bit more, it's that double compounding. And Double compounding interest. There are vehicles out there today that will help people do what they want. And they just have to sit down with somebody. They say 45% have zero uh, retirement savings. And uh, the baby boomers are facing a problem with, you know, like either no savings or low savings, uh, high health issues, health insurance. And uh, and they say the average person was making around 44000 a year, and they're supposed to retire with 11 times that amount in the bank, which is around a million. And and yet, the percentage that actually has it is so low. So they they have to start some kind of plan. What about being liquid? Is it good to have a portion liquid, or do you think you should have it sitting in a maybe a property or a, a, a stock or percentage? Maybe. I'm a big believer in liquidity in uncertain times because if you don't have liquidity. In uncertain times, things aren't so certain, but the people that have money away will get through this period. So I'm a believer that you have to have 6 to 12 months of liquid assets. Because 6 to 12, what, yep. yep. That's yep. ideal. That's ideal. Not everybody's going to have that. But the closer you are to that, it's easier for you to, to get through a period of time like this. And now, Jeffrey – You've uh, you've been around the block. You uh, you know your business tax turning up. Well, how was your experience coming across Eric with his easy way situation in this new age? Oh my God, Eric is so far ahead of the curve. Uh, <laughs> I know myself. I'm not quite up on the technology like I should have been. And with Eric, wow, what a team! <laughs> you know, they are so good to me. I have, you know, I've worked with other firms, but nobody that really cares. And Eric and his team cares. And that, you got that is, right. I, think, I feel it every day. And I'm so oh, yeah. thrilled because what he's doing for me to allow, you know, the gift of a TV show to be on the radio today. Oh, my God. I have so much to share that just gives exactly. me an opportunity. I mean, I've been practicing 35 years. And I've gone through all kinds of different situations. Somebody came and bought my business, tapped me at the sh- on the shoulder at, at the gym and said, tomorrow I want to buy your business. And that was it. That was it. Wow. Miracles happened. You know, oh, we had miracles in the Olympics with the hockey team. I guess a miracle just happened. Now, Jeffrey, there's uh, – with these numbers and everything uh, – Eric likes to deal with in the the real deal, the organic. Is it true that uh, within a day you received a thousand friend requests that were the real organic type? You know, that's what we only deal with. But did you actually get a thousand in a day? Yes, Eric. I was laughing. All of a sudden, Eric said to me, "Here we go." You know, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and wow. What an experience. It's an experience I'll never forget. 
thousand well, of we a day. But every day more and more. It's it's like what a world. What well, a you know world. what? I could, you know, you you are a you know you're a gifted person with this uh, all this technology. You have the technology, not maybe that world. I don't have it. Rifa has it, but uh, you have the tax and the uh, the finances. But you also have something that I think is pretty special, and it's just an old fashioned. You're a nice guy, and I don't say that lightly because you know there's people that are and people that aren't, <laughs> and you're you're you've got a good heart. And I, I'm not going to go into details, but you've invested with your heart in situations and believing and all that. And uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, you're a good guy, Jeff. I just wanted to say that to you, and that, that's a fact. And uh, we thank, thank you. you for coming. You are too. We've had some great conversations, but if you can't be a heart person, it's a challenging world. And I have a book that I always have read and I've never forgotten it. It's about kindness and nice and being nice. There you go. I love and it. My father always told me, <laughs> yeah, nice with I love it. Kindness. And ever since he's taught me that, it's always been a winning situation with people that are so nice. And there are well, lots of nice people. Oh, and yeah. you too. I've always... Oh, I appreciate it. Oh, he's taught him you have to have hard work, determination, and drive, but without faith, morals, and ethics, it's a waste of time. And we uh, we appreciate you being in with the family. And, uh, I mean, we'd like to have you back on again and, and just throw us some life preservers here because uh, it's so rocky waters when, now. When can, people, when can people see the television series and how can people contact you? Well, the television series will start in late June. And they can contact me through Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, Levine, L-E-V-I-N-E, dot solutions, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S. And I'm here to help and make everybody have a better world in challenging times. Jeffrey. I have a little uh, a question for you here. I saw it in my notes. Sure. Uh, the three key value points Eric taught you uh, when you're when you're doing a business deal. Do you remember the three key value points that Eric mentioned to you? Wow, you're great. I'll never forget them. Lead generation, <laughs> brand extension, revenue share, and guess when he taught me that. I forgot it once, <laughs> but I'll never forget it again. <laughs> and even now, well, it's, you get a wonderful. Star. it's you get, wonderful. It's wonderful. Five star on that one, Jeff. Congratulations. That's that's pretty good. And take me a that's while because, to remember all that. That's because I have a great teacher. <laughs> well, we appreciate Jeff. We appreciate you coming on. You're a good guy. You're a talented person. And do we uh, do we need you? Well, I'm here for you. Anytime you need and, me, here. And I and I I know Jeff, you're going to be doing the big deal here coming up on the 29th and 30th. You're going to be speaking on uh, on the stage, and uh, and congratulations on that. And that's going to be uh, from uh, the Wall of Fame, right? Yeah. From brick and mortar to to broadcast. Boy, congratulations. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. Anytime I get the chance to speak on the virtual platform, it's an honor. And I'm grateful that we have the technology to do it. Well, you're up there with the big names, and congratulations. And uh, we appreciate all you're doing. You're changing lives for a lot of people and getting them, uh, getting them out of the water, back on the ship. And with that, uh, and it's uh, it's great. This is I'm looking at all the notes. Life preservers. That's well, all I do. That's a wonderful thing, Jeffrey. It's a wonderful having you on the show again. And uh, we look forward to seeing you at the conference. Yeah, your website, Jeff, again? Excuse me? Your website again? Yes, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y dot Jeffrey Levine. It's J-E-F-F-R-E-Y Levine, L-E-V-I-N-E dot Solutions, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S. And you definitely have the solutions. Thank you again, Jeffrey. And we have to move on. But, uh, Rita, I tell you, this is the kind of stuff we need to listen to and take notes. So, sure. And with that, that, we have a commercial on Carmelita's Corner. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you, Jeffrey. Are you tired of doing business the hard way? Is building your business taking too much time and energy? We can help. Introducing your ultimate solution, EasyWay Business Membership. We're a full-service digital marketing solution specializing in branding and marketing, advertising, and introductions to CEOs and influencers that can help your business thrive. Problem solved. Now you can hire our award-winning team to work for your business. We've received many prestigious awards, including the Digital Trailblazer Award by Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and we've been recognized by Congress. For just $11 a day, you'll get more exposure, reach more clients by next month, guaranteed. Here's how it works. You pay one low annual fee of $4,000, and you'll receive consulting, branding, marketing, advertising, social media support, product placement, and business introductions to help your business grow exponentially. And if you need more, we offer SEO, commercial, TV exposure, and much more for an additional rate. To recap, for just $11 a day annual membership fee, you'll receive branding, consulting, business-to-business introductions, advertising, and social media support. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers say. We've been working with EasyWay, Eric, for the last six months, and literally, we are slammed with work (laughs) for two months straight, so his marketing definitely works. To learn more, visit EasyWayNetwork.com or contact us at 877-399-2929. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook at EasyWay Network, Twitter at EasyWay Broadcast, and YouTube at EasyWay TV. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. 
morning or a good afternoon, wherever you happen to be, in or out of state. We're here in sunny California, except it's been raining this morning. <laughs> but we're going to be happy when the sun comes out. That's the good thing about when it rains. You can always celebrate when the sun comes back out. And we're going to get through this pandemic, right? Anyway, I've got a great guest coming your way. Her name is Belinda Leah McCormick. She is the author of the book, Live to Be 103, A Simple Guide to Age and Disease Prevention. She is a state-credentialed health and science educator, and she grew up in a small town on a 100-acre farm. Her father was a lawyer, and her mom was an English language arts educator. So she's been uh, in the field of, or around the field of education most all of her life. And she has discovered something that I think you should all know about. Good morning, Belinda. Good morning. <laughs> we good morning. had a great yes. Good morning. We had a great chat earlier this morning, and I and I really am am anxious for you to share some of that good stuff with our listeners. First well, thank of you. All, thank you for having yes. Yeah, first of all, um, congratulations on your book. Um, sounds like it's it's a great book. In fact, I'd like to get my hands on it myself, especially the chapter where you're talking about how to um, prevent or reverse uh, hair that is not keeping its color, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it changes, Absolutely. It changes as as the time goes by. But you seem like you've come up with a remedy for that. I'm very curious to know what it is. Oh, uh, well, it's a, I, I, everything in the book was just researched, and I do a lot of the research from the National Institutes of Health. And, of course, I'm at the age where, you know, I'm uh, starting to gray at the roots. And so I've been seeking, and that's been a concern of mine. And uh, I started, uh, when I was starting to do some internal research on some of the diseases that were affecting me, I came across the research on, the, on products on, that we use topically that actually can uh, promote disease or reverse it. And uh, I, I was looking at, into how to prevent graying. And uh, I was looking into products that I was using. And there are some products on the shelf that have ingredients in them, like hydrogen peroxide, for example. It, it actually kills cells. It it's, it's, has cyto, what they call cytotoxicity in it. So I put that one back on the store shelf, and I was looking at what, what can I do? How can I get out of this? I mean, that's been my pursuit in, in, in um, all these diseases. And uh, so I found um, some naturals. And in the book, I list some specific brands. Like right now I'm using Saks Organics, and there are also a couple of other brands that are just use of natural plants. And I've had success with that one, and I've researched the five different ingredients in these products. They're, they're basically plants or organic, they're whole. And uh, so far I've had some good experience with that but I'm still in that uh, experimental phase but I'm, I'm happy to see that I'm climbing out of that one because I was using pre before I was using a hair dye that had a couple of uh, toxic chemicals in it 
Well, that's really wonderful, uh, Belinda. You know, all the research that you've done, I see that you have managed through food alone to reverse arteriosclerosis, arthritis, and osteoporosis. Can you t- talk about um, how you came to find the discovery of how to reverse those specific illnesses through food choices? Oh, Oh, absolutely. Uh, talk about uh, jaw dropping during during my research on a particular uh, issue that I had, and uh, the findings uh, that I came across. And again, I, I just want to inst- uh, being an educator, it's it's really important that I uh, look and I encourage students to always validate resources and um, cross-check resources and kind of come up with a synthesis. And that's what I do in the book. Uh, A lot of my uh, research, again, came from the National Institutes of Health, uh, the National Center for Biotechnology Information, for example, where there's uh, laboratory studies. So I do want to emphasize that first. But how I came across uh, the reversal of these is my own experience. I went to the doctor a couple of years ago and I had high, low-density uh, lipid uh, cholesterol, which is a bad cholesterol. It was at 155. Now, 190 is where you almost have to have uh, where, you know, they recommend some sort of medicine treatment. And 155 is pushing it. it, it you, we should be under 100. And being as sensitive as I am to health, I uh, was – you know, I was amazed as why it was that high. So I went and I got on Google, and that's where I really started to, things really started to flow in the right direction for me. Uh, I, I just Googled the question, how can I reverse my cholesterol? And again, I did a lot of synthesis. I got a lot of hits, and then I, I went into the uh, – National Institutes of Health website, ncbi.gov, and they all, everything, everything concluded that if I increase my dark green leafy vegetables and at the same time increase the consumption of unsaturated oils, that I could lower my cholesterol. And then I looked at how, how does this work? And it's pretty fascinating how it works, and I explain it in the book. It's, a, it's, it's amazing how our body is a chemistry um, um, uh, you know, it, it, it acts like chemistry. So, so anyways, I started using, I started eating the um, dark green leafy vegetables, and there were a couple other superfoods, what they dubbed superfoods that help reduce diseases that I also added, like uh, some emu oil, uh, a K2 supplement. But basically the dark green leafy vegetables and the olive oil or, you know, the organic uh, grapeseed oil. And over time, over six, mon- over six months, my numbers dropped 30 points to 122. And in addition, 
at that time, not only when I had the high levels of the bad cholesterol, I also had aching joints, and in particular, my coccyx bone was excruciating in pain. When I sat down, I couldn't sit literally for more than a minute. I felt like spikes were going around the bottom of my back. And then I had a hard time walking. I felt like my ankles were uh, just craking. And getting up out of bed, I felt stiff as a board. And all of these were at the same time that I felt that I had the uh, cholesterol levels that were high. So I just went on a regimen of what they call a green smoothie, which added a bunch of superfoods. And the superfoods are listed in there, you know, like ginger and turmeric and, and some foods that we probably already heard about. But the main ingredient was dark green leafy vegetables, including wheatgrass, and uh, lowering significantly lowering meat and uh, saturated fat that goes along with the, the meat that I was eating, significantly lowering that as well. Uh, a year later, uh, my, my pain's gone. I don't have the pain in my coccyx joint anymore and I don't have uh, I can get out out of bed easily and all of these I attributed to my 55 year old age I was thinking it was age and it's not I found that it is not age it is in the diet and uh, that's that's how I reversed them well and I, you I know you want to share that yes I'm so glad you did you and I are on the same platform when it comes to that um, there is a saying uh, by Hippocrates, let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. And uh, I think that what you're saying really, really emphasizes that. And there's also Dr. Joel Furman who believes in food, uh, the value of food, nutrition in maintaining not only our health but in, you know, actually preventing uh, diseases, and we're all going li- to live uh, uh, to whatever age we're supposed to live. Um, we don't know when our number is going to come up, but as long as we're here, we might as well live it to the fullest. And so um, I-, I really, truly, really believe in the value of nutrition. And, uh, you know, we were also talking about how important sleep is, and uh, you were explaining what happens during sleep and how also it contributes to weight loss for those people who want to lose weight. Can you tell our listeners about that? Oh, oh, absolutely. Uh, the research has proven that people who eat a diet high in fiber, um, especially dark green leafy vegetables, which include, you know, any of the uh, vegetables that have the dark green leaves, which is kale, spinach, spring mix, uh, you know, I just buy bags and bags and bags of those at the stores every time I go. And what what they do is they contribute to a high fiber content, and uh, and uh, people actually lose weight in their sleep because of this, uh, because it, it works with the uh, lipids, the fats in our system uh, during the digestive process. And uh, with regards to sleep studies have proven well not only that do we lose weight if we have a high dark green leafy vegetable diet um, in our sleep but studies also prove 
that uh, sleep is essential. Six to eight hours is recommended, but uninterrupted sleep. Sleep that's been interrupted has contributed to chronic diseases. So we want to try and get a good night's sleep. And one way of doing that is eating before 7 o'clock. Because after 7 o'clock, your body is kicking into, I need to shut down and I need to start regenerating. That is my biggest task of the day. Now let me digest and do my work. Let me do the digest. Let me, you know, do the digestion and rebuild the cells and get everything back into homeostasis. It's a huge energy-taking task. So I'm going to burn a lot of energy for you. So please give me that time of uninterrupted sleep. And uh, studies have proven that a good night's sleep contributes to a healthier body, healthier living. And, you know, uh, Belinda, uh, there's a doctor, his name is Dr. Romeo Brooks, who says that the process of digestion is the most vigorous task that our body does. So we really do need to help it. Yes, yes. And uh, it depends on what we eat, too, that can in- inhibit the the digestive process and maybe um, not allow us to sleep through the night. Uh, because certain foods that we consume can contribute to maybe uh, maybe an increased heart rate or just making us feel a little bit uh, fidgetier and, and not able to um, get a good rest. So we have to watch that too. And those are in, you know, those specific foods that help, you know, help your total body uh, do what it's supposed to do, get the rest it needs, you know, are, also, are, are in the book, you know. Yes, and speaking of the book, can you um, tell the listeners how they can get a copy of your book, Live to, Live to Be 103? Right now, it's on Amazon Kindle. Yep. All right. And if they have any questions about it, you know, they can uh, – I, I, I have a, a Facebook page for it. It's fb.me at live to be 103. Or actually, fb.me backslash live to be 103. Okay, very good, Belinda. And I want to thank you for being a guest on um, my segment today, Carmelita's Corner. And I want to thank Tom Porter for referring you to me and sharing you with our listening audience. We have a big audience worldwide, so uh, you just boosted up uh, your pre- your presence to our listening audience. And, uh, again, thanks for being a great guest on our well, show. thank you. Thank you. All right. I enjoyed have a good it. one now. Thank okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Smartphone. Cell phone. PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right, it's tech time. Well, it does feel like it's the end of the world as we know it. Things are changing so quickly and we're having to adapt to so many new ways of communications with social distancing. But there is hope. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And ladies... 
for us. We miss our hair. We miss our nails. But we don't have to miss our new dress, our new sweater, our new pants, because a lot of the stores are shipping, or you can go by and pick something up. You can check out on the Internet which stores are currently opening for pickup. Now, there is a key to buying stuff that you have not tried on. So some of us have our favorite designers. And by designers, I'm not talking Vera Wang or Gucci or anybody. I'm talking about your Ink or your Macy's or whatever brand you happen to buy in whatever store you happen to buy. And even places like Target have real designers designing their clothing. So you know how they cut their clothing, how they fit on you. Those are the clothes that you should buy at this drive-by sort of situation where you're driving by, you're not going in the store, you're not trying on the clothes, it might be years now that I think about it before we try on clothes again. Um, but you can go online, and if it's a brand that you buy regularly, then chances are you know how they fit you, and you will know the size that you need to wear. Otherwise, most um, stores have a sizing chart that give you comparison. So you need to measure yourself with a tape measure, and be able to look on the size chart. But the best thing is to stick to the brand you know. It's not like you're buying your whole new wardrobe online. So what you do is you find your store, you find out their policy, what their what their pickup policy is, what their return policy is, if it doesn't happen to fit, and you find out which stores are actually open because your favorite chain store in your neighborhood may not be doing pickup. So you go online, you find out that information, and then you go shopping. Literally, you're virtually shopping on the Internet, on the website for the store that you're looking for. Or sometimes you can broaden your your search and just Google in navy blue and green dress because you have an event you want to wear navy blue and green. So you Google that in, and you can see all the stores where it is and what their pickup or mailing um, policy is. Then you go online, you go to the store, you pick out the dress, you pick out your size, and you fill in all your information. And, yes, you usually have to put in the credit card, but a lot of times you can use PayPal which is a guaranteed safe way to use the Internet. You're not exposing your bank account number or your credit card number. You're just exposed to get to PayPal who guarantees that if you don't get the product, you don't get what you want, you can send it back. So you pick out your outfit and then you just order it just like you would as if you were in the store They'll tell you the price, you pay it, and then you can jump in your car. And usually there's about a four-hour turnaround. You can jump in your car four hours later and go pick up that dress, that pair of shoes, or you can have it mailed to you at home. 
Now, I know for a lot of you, shopping online is going to be a new experience, but that might be the new normal in the future. So you might want to get ahead of it and not wait until you need that dress, but go on to your favorite store, say Macy's. They're still doing mail order things. They're still sending out catalogs. Set up your um, your your password, your username and your password. So when you get ready to go, you can just go online. Your credit card or your PayPal will already be in there. It'll all be set, and you can just start shopping. Ladies, I know we miss our old-fashioned way of shopping, but this may be the new normal, shopping online or picking it up at the door. That is my tech time for today. Jim, what's your gym for today? Okay, baby okay, boomers, baby it's boomers. time it's for Jim. From Jim. Yes, indeed. Yes. Try to keep these gems coming. And, uh, well, so Jeffrey, Jeffrey Levine, uh, wow, this is this is not only interesting stuff, this is vital stuff if you want to actually retire <laughs> because there's a big difference in retiring and retiring because one is you got to, after you retire, you got to turn around and think, oh, now what do I do? Well, you, you're going back to work and starting all over again or you're retiring. And you might work have to work a little bit, but you're kind of enjoying life a little bit more because you've worked uh, 30 or 40 years. You know, it's time to take a little bit of a break. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with keeping busy. That's very important, whether it's socially, if you're in a lot of organizations, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, sports clubs for seniors, uh, uh, starting a business again, getting something going, make, make a little money on the side, but, We've got uh, 45% of baby boomers, you know, I mentioned earlier, has zero money. They have zero money, and uh, that's a big percentage when they retire. Many have, say, 30 to 60,000. Like I mentioned earlier, they were saying the one of the articles I read, uh, the average person made around 44,000 a year, and they're supposed to retire with 11 times that amount, which is about a million. And, and look at the statistics. They're retiring with... Well, twenty-five to sixty thousand is not a million. And how long does that last? Well, I'll go on a couple trips, buy a few things, and one of the things us baby boomers didn't plan on was when we get older and re- we retire, you have more time to walk around the house and look at things, and want to go to Home Depot or call somebody up and get the stuff updated and fixed, and it's very expensive, and you don't want to wind up going in debt. When and that can happen, you turn sixty-five or seventy, and and you start spending more money because you have more time. It's like uh, that doesn't work out. Baby boomer retirees they they face a crisis. Little in savings, high healthcare costs. That's another thing we don't plan. Healthcare costs can you know I've I've known people that have lost their homes because of deductibles. They have uh, either themselves or their spouse winds up having a lot of major illnesses. So what do they do? They turn to their house as the cookie jar, as the uh, savings. Well, when you take money out of your house, it's like kind of your money, but kind of not your money. Unless you sell the house, then whatever it is you have in there equity-wise could be 50000 could be a million dollars, whatever. But 
that's, you know, not really yours until it's yours in a way and not yours in a way. But when you sell the house, you pay your capital gains tax, and what's left, that's yours. You do what you want with it. But while you own it and you're taking equity out, you have to pay back interest on that money, and then when you sell it, that comes out. All right, so it's the unexpected. Uh, Remember, baby boomers were born from 1946 to 1964. That makes them 55 to 73 years old. And one half of those people are retired. And it's about a third of them have zero to $25,000. So you can see where they're heading. And the young lady that was on uh, Carmelita's show, how important it is to listen to that stuff because that's like putting money in the bank. Because if you don't listen to what you know what she was saying, which is right on the right on the ticket there with the sleep and those green vegetables and that, guess what? You're that's going to cost you a lot of money when you got to start going to the doctor, taking care of the problems you're going to have by not doing what she just said. And she was right on point. So that's that's some of the stuff. So I'm going to hit you real quick with uh, a couple of the investments. Uh, what do we have? Now, Jeffrey Levine is, that's the kind of person you want to talk to. But I've got a couple of investments for you. I found them in Investopedia. If you want to put some money out there, you got uh, a list of some of the, some of the top ones. You got U.S. Treasuries and then certificates of deposits, and you can go back on our show and, and write these down. <clears throat> um, unit investments, trust or UITs. All right, and you got uh, a mandated sub-accounts with a registered investment advisor, and then you got life cycle funds, drip plans, real estate, which is a good one if you know what you're doing, but you've got to be careful with that. Uh, variable annuities or VAs, individual retirement accounts, the IRAs, and then you got the wild card, which could be whatever, classic cars, uh, sports, coins, collectibles, whatever you're interested in, as long as you know what you're doing. But there's a couple of investments for you. But basically, you you know, if you're going to be a baby, if you're a baby boomer, you want to definitely talk to, to Jeffrey and uh, get on track, get that savings going, because it's not too late. And with that, Retha, uh, we're going to move along here and we're going to go into our, I don't know if we're going to do another commercial. Let's see if we got another commercial coming up. Otherwise we're going to go into our, uh, our little talk time. We're going to get a group together. Uh, let's see, Rita, do we still have you? You got me. We still got you. Well, we're going to bring, uh, you remember Denise Millay Brookhart and I believe we have Patty Godfrey Sadler, our, superstar with uh with her uh, with her books and denise with the television and her genius in there and carmelita and i believe uh we're gonna carmelita is gonna be introducing us to uh, again we got angel and sir lady java carmelita you on with us yes okay so we good got morning carmelita denise here. hey denise there's denise hi yep. mr julie good hi Rita. Good morning, Hello, good morning, good morning. Now, Denise, did we have good Patty morning. on? No? Yes, Patty, I'm here. Patty is the superstar, which if you want to do a book, she's like a magician. She's amazing. And she's Hi, Patty. Every eye and crosses, crosses Hi. Every 
So we're so excited that Patty is hosting the virtual summit on the 29th and 30th. And yes, oh yeah, on the wall, on the wall of fame, we got some wall of famers with us here, and we're going to be hosting the. Uh, when somebody will not talk to you. <laughs> we got Angel and Sir Lady Java. Carmelita can introduce them, and congratulations, uh, you guys, on the, on the, uh, and, and Patty for what the heck you're the. Uh, this is a big mm-hmm. show coming up, and you're our our host on that with Eric. Yes, Congratulations I'm so on excited. That. Yep. Brick and, brick and mortar to, to broadcast, guys. This is what it's all about. And I could take a video in five minutes and show you guys our big place not too far from here, and a big center, very popular, that is literally coming down. I would never thought that would happen. Uh, you know, like Retha was saying, it's a, definitely a changing world. But this is literal. I mean, how, this is a popular center in a popular area. How does that happen? Well, it, it goes to show you it, it can happen. So, Carmelita, introduce your guests that come on with us here. Yes, uh, I'm privileged to have some very dear friends. Uh, I want to bring on Audrey Angel Sherborne. Are you there? Uh, yes, Carmelita, I am. All right. And... Uh, Audrey uh, Angel, as I know her, has been uh, connected to one of our idols, our icons. He calls himself the originator, <laughs> the architect of rock and roll, and we we just uh, watched him ride off into the sunset a couple of weeks ago, uh, Little Richard, and he's described her in his autobiography as his spitfire girlfriend okay. and and we uh have been told in his uh his own words of course uh in his autobiography many amazing things uh about angel and and our other guest sir lady java is the first person who little richard introduced Angel, too, when she first arrived in California. Are you there, Lady Java? Hello? I know I talked to her a little bit earlier, and she said she was having a challenge with her phone, so maybe she'll come on a little bit later. I hope that she'll let us know when she gets on the line. So anyway, here we are, and we're ready to rock and roll. Rock and roll with with our new age, and we have... I believe at least five of us on that have a unique memory. And if we wanted to communicate with somebody, we couldn't reach in our pocket and pull out a phone and text them, could we? We needed, anybody remember what we needed if we wanted to get a hold of somebody? It's something in a our stamp. pocket. Oh. <laughs> a what? A stamp. A, a stamp. A stamp. I would go for a telephone. <laughs> well, what I was trying to think, what I was going to share. No, we know the telephone, but, you know, if you couldn't use the phone. Rita, Carmelita, Audrey, Angel, and Sir Lady Java and myself, we needed one thing, and we had that. We had to go find it or whatever. We needed a dime and or a quarter, uh-huh. and, and that's what we needed. And we went to find that phone booth, and we put it in there, clang, 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 and we made a phone call. And people are thinking, well, what, you know, what about a pager? No, there was no pagers, no computers. 
the closest thing we had to a computer that we've seen, it was maybe in a sci-fi movie or something, and it took the size of an entire room with all these tape wheels spinning around. And, you know, and, and that was it. So here we are today, guys. Uh, so Audrey Angel and Sir Lady Java, how are you guys uh, adapting to this new age? What do you think? Is this going a little fast? <laughs> well, right now my mind is in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. There you go. This is Audrey. Yeah, uh, Audrey, I call her Angel most of the time, but... Uh, Everyone does. Yeah. Um, Angel. Mm-hmm. So you're so she's, okay she's still with... coping, you know, with the loss. They've been together for 64 years, right, you and little Richard? 64 years since I was 16. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, uh, that does take a while. That's a long time, and what an icon! And, and we were talking last week, Carmelita, with uh, Angel about how it changed her life. And she shared one of the shows that when they left the building, and I know they probably didn't just walk out the front door, but uh, Little Richards had her leave a little early or something, and the crowds out there she wasn't used to, right, Angel? In the beginning, right. I yeah. got used to them. <laughs> you, you, you you learned how to leave the building at the right time, or you had to get out there, uh, you know, out the, the back door or something, right? Because the people well, wouldn't let you. Well, I, I, I would like to give you an example of that. Yeah. We were in Chicago at the old Civic Opera House, and the old Civic Opera House held 20,000 people per show. Richard did two shows. I was introduced to two shows. That night when we were leaving the opera house, I walked out and the kids were on me like locusts. When Richard and Walter were able to get to me, I was standing in the middle of Chicago with no clothes on. Well, thank well, God he had now. a cape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She just had her Lady underwear on. At least she had that much, right? Your... See-through <laughs> underwear, very thin. Yeah, oh. I remember she said that. <laughs> well, that didn't help experience. much. What an experience. Yeah, well. well I, yeah, had, I had a lot of that uh, leaving backstage, people chasing me down the streets, et cetera, when I was with Richard. And that's yeah. when you were with him. What was it like yeah. for him? I mean. <laughs> well, he had a big entourage. Yeah. Yeah. Have to kind of watch over him because, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the personal life definitely changes. Now, say you guys, all right, so the show's over a couple of days later, a week later, you're, you guys want to go out and get a little bite to eat. You go to the go down to the restaurant or whatever. Uh, can you sit in a restaurant with somebody like that and actually have a meal? No. No. No, that doesn't happen. So yeah, a lot of private gotta, dinner. <laughs> yeah, private dinner. Or take so, out bags. <laughs> yeah. So does that, does that kind of wear on you? Does that get a little old? Like uh, we don't, you know... Or well, is you that know, just part I'm of also the an entertainer. 
so I have two sides of that story, my side and his side. Because I was a dancer, and I danced around the world. And she was on shows with Little Richard, too. Little what Richard kind of dancing? Um, what kind of show was I in? It was according to the shows I was in in the beginning. Because I would work with, uh, you know, total shows. Uh, eight dancers behind me, etc. Huh. That's fantastic. That must have been so much fun. A lot of hard work. Oh, definitely. A lot of hard dancers, work. Dancers, I don't think, get enough credit. That's, you know, it's like the tip of the iceberg when you see them on stage. It's all that work they do, all the choreography and 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 the auditions and the tryouts. Oh man. You know, as in this business I've been learning like, wow, I kinda give those people a lot of credit. That's not easy. Yeah. And then they finally get a, a, a you know, a dance deal. And I want to yeah. give a little shout out to Theodosia McLean. Uh, uh and you know, we're talking about you know, she mentioned I how far I go back. Uh, the, my first memory, I don't know about you guys, but well, I don't know if it's my first memory. I think my first memory is I had a sand bucket and a shovel, and I was pretty small. I was pretty small, and I was Eight out in the nine. front yard. Well, I was about maybe three or something, yeah. and I looked to my left, and this house is rolling across. They had it on rollers, you know, and that's a memory you don't forget. And they were moving it because the, the freeway was going in, and they actually jacked the houses up and put put them on these things and rolled them over. But, I, you know, as far as a regular, other than that, I, I do remember I was with my father, 4951, it was about a 50, 53, a brand new 1953 Chevy, I believe it was a, maybe it was a Pontiac dealer, uh, and, you know, walked in the showroom, with him, I remember looking at the new cars, and that uh, that was kind of cool. Uh, Denise, do you remember the, the new... Uh, uh, when when the you remember the Chevys and that back in the fifties? <laughs> well, you know, I myself was born in the eighties, so I do, and I did get a good glimpse of the, Well, the cars were still on the road, so yeah. you know, I know that the neighbors. I grew up in Brooklyn, which is very similar to Chicago. It's very community knit back then, and you know, you knew all your neighbors, and the kids could play around the block and. Down the street, there was a guy that had a collection, um, and I believe he was part of uh, Saint uh, Mary Queen of Heaven's church over there, and he'd do the mm-hmm. weddings. And he had all of the older cars, and I just was enamored by them. And it, they were beautiful, and just the 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 artmanship and the work that go, went into them, it was just classic. It's classic. You know, it's funny. We see these these cars and they're considered classics and I, I see toys that people used to play with that we used to play with and cars I used to drive in and they're all considered classics and uh, like Eric had Reetha and I on the stage with uh, Frank Shankwitz and Laura Lamar, all these people uh, and, uh, and and they said it's the legends and I, I think I said to Frank I said does that mean we're old uh, when you become <laughs> Collection or something, you know. But I'm seeing these things, and they're they consider them like museum pieces and collector items. So I guess we're collector items. I don't know. 
I was going to say, Jim, we're museum pieces. We are. I hope we can leave museum pieces. Well, my father was a mechanic. And uh, all they had to do was go to my backyard and collect uh, all the cars they wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, my. I feel younger. I, I have a friend of mine that's a World War II veteran. We we go out. We went to the Midway and all that kind of stuff. And he was the founder of Medical Alert. And uh, it, it, it talks about the military stuff back in the, back in the 40s. And he's 95. So you hang around yeah. people like that, you feel a little younger. Uh, my dad, but, uh, my dad, my dad was in Pearl Harbor when it was bombed. You know, and I heard stories about that a lot when I was growing up. Wow, funny, he survived. Uh, Thank God. Well, well, he survived, yeah. but he had an iron plate in the top of his head for the rest of his life. Well, well it's God, funny, uh, Angel. <clears throat> that you uh, mentioned that because on my lap as we speak, H.P. Wilmot, I have his book and it's Pearl Harbor. And if you're ever interested, I can. Uh, it's got all the pictures of Pearl Harbor, uh, and the uh, Honolulu Star Bulletin, war. Well, listen, I, I worked Oahu Honolulu. Bomb. I worked Honolulu and the club that I worked. <clears throat> If you came out of the airport in Honolulu and turned left, you'd be at Pearl Harbor. If you came out of the airport and turned right, you'd see a wooden pineapple and a club. I worked that club for many years, and it was walking distance of Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Uh, the and the other Star thing, my dad, my dad, Christmas. Well, we heard uh, Silent Night, we got to whatever was playing it in a hurry and turned it off in a hurry. No one's ever mentioned this with my father. Well, they may have, but I've never known anyone to. They were playing Silent Night over the PA system when um, the bombs were dropped by the Japanese. Oh, boy. We could never I, uh, Christmas time. We had to make sure we were near a radio just in case of that song. Do you remember the Hallelujah Star bulletin? Oh God, I probably did because it was. It's just been later years that I worked. Well, on I have a, I have a copy of it here. Deaths over 400 on Oahu. Latest report: Tokyo announces state of war with U.S. Japanese raids on Guam, Panama are reported. Oahu blackout tonight. And this is the pictures and and another Hallelujah Star Bulletin first extra said war Oahu bombed by Japanese planes six known dead twenty one injured at emergency hospital and six known dead that was the first one and I you know I I'd, I'd like to have you see this now because it's a it's a book and it's got many many pictures of you know what went on there and the on the boats being blown up and all kinds of stuff. You know, my 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 father was in the Navy, and he's actually the the Navy person that fired the first shots during Pearl Harbor when he was buried in the Veterans um, Cemetery. They gave him a two-gun salute to my to my father. Yeah, my father got the gun salute also. Mm-hmm. But uh, my father's funeral turned out to be comedy. 
just before the guns went off, you heard this big explosion, and then the guns went off. And I remember turning around to my stepmother and said, who ordered the cannon? And when I said that, lightning started shaking all around the um, the graveyard. Wow. And it was thunder that happened just as they were shooting the guns. Four, four battleships. Four battleships were sunk. Two hundred aircraft were destroyed, and luckily the carriers. Of course, we, we remember this. The carriers weren't there. They're were out at sea, and they they hit them back. Uh, yeah, I know. Americans I saw, I saw yeah. the one that's at Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever been to the Midway out here in uh, San Diego? No, I, not too much. I haven't spent too much time in San Diego. Oh, okay. Well, that's some interesting history, Angel. I'm glad you brought that up. It's uh, yeah. yeah. I uh, I followed up. But anyway, uh, we want to uh, thank all you guys for coming on. Anybody have anything else they want to? Patty, Patty, what's uh, going on well, with you? Well, you here? know, we talked about everybody but Richard. Richard, and uh, we we enjoyed all your inputs from uh, from last week and. Uh, there's a thousand questions and experiences that we'd like to ask you. Now you shared a couple of them. Is there anything in particular that uh, that that we could you could share with us as far as uh, the years that you've been together? Any a particular well, story? Um, how about the very last time I spoke with him on my birthday, which was January? January. And, um, yeah, you mean May? No, my birthday, January. Oh, your birthday. Oh. Yeah, birthday. January twelfth okay. is her birthday. And um, oh. Richard called me to wish me happy birthday. And the last thing he said to me was, "I love you." Oh, wow. Well, that's that's the right thing to hear. Oh, I know. So many well, you know, it's beautiful that you had such a creative, wonderful, you know, uh, one-of-a-kind life together and got to share yeah. these experiences and share them with the younger generation. I really feel that, you know, you should write a, a, a backstory book yourself and have this come out. Tell, in a movie uh, talk, to, talk, talk to Ms. Pittman about that. We're in the that's, what, that's what I was. My next question was: uh, Let's talk to Carmelita and, and uh, Patty and get, get yes, your memories. Yes, we, we've, in we've got a jump start on that, don't we, Angel? Oh yes. Good. Um, and we'll and we'll come to Lady Patty when, when we've got it together. Lady Java, okay. I love that. Lady Java okay. was the first person that Richard introduced me to <laughs> when he brought me to California. Oh wow. Uh, yes, and we were hoping late we would get Lady Java on the phone. I talked to her this morning and she was having some challenges with her phone, so I guess uh it uh, you know, didn't happen this time. Maybe we'll get her next time. She has been a guest, by the way, on my show in the past. And and um I just wanted to say one more thing too. I don't know if everybody's aware of how many people Little Richard has influenced, including the Beatles, who were his opening act. And reading his book, I remember where it said that he had an opportunity to invest in the Beatles, but he didn't think they were going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> not, not invest. 
Um, uh, there was a gentleman by the name of Bob Love that worked for Apple, the uh, record company. And Bob Love and the other, I can't remember the other gentleman's name that was with the Beatles, wanted to give Richard half of the Beatles contract. <laughs> you know, that's what it was. Yeah, I know yeah, it was something they, they like that. Him, yeah, wanted to give him half of the Beatles contract. And me, I worked in Hamburg, Germany. And I was there for months in the club. And one night I walked out and I had to look up. And guess what? It was directly in front of the club that I was working. The Star. Where Richard took the Beatles. Wow. That is incredible. That's amazing. Yeah, and not only that, he's also had so many household names that have been part of his musical entourage. Jimi Hendrix was his guitar player. James Brown was his backup singer. Which he got out of jail. Hmm? I still have. have He got got James out of jail in Augusta, Georgia. Well, yeah, that's another story. This is in the beginning of the, the beginning of rock and roll. That's yeah, where, the very beginning. That's where I did basic training in Augusta, Georgia. Wow. Yeah, and he's also influenced Michael Jackson and Prince, and and uh, Billy Preston was part of his. Elvis uh, Presley. Yeah, uh, yes, Elvis. I mean, I mean, these are the people who, when he said he was the originator, he was not kidding. They all followed him. Elton John. They all followed Little Richard. And I met him. When his first record hit, what was the name of that again, uh, Angel? You told uh, me. I, I can't day. remember if it was Tutti Frutti or Long Tall Sally or <laughs> yeah, or what, what, one of those. Lucille, you, know, you told me you were the real Lucille. <laughs> so I so I found when I googled myself a year or so ago. <laughs> but Carmelita. And uh, Angel and Denise and Patty, I want to thank all you guys for coming on the uh, little extra, you know, the easy way, Radio Boomers live chat time, little party time here. But we are out of time, and the clock's, like like Carmelita says, time to get on our little horses and ride off to the sunset. And we want to thank you all for having me as a guest. Denise is going to be a guest next Monday on Carmelita's Corner. Oh, great. And so remember, excited. guys, uh, brick and mortar to broadcast. Uh, Patty Gontry Sadler is going to be hosting with Eric Zuli and the Wall of Fame Virtual Summit. So, congratulations, Patty, on that. And thank you guys for coming thank on. Thank you Bud, so much. We are out of time. And thank so you for Radio having Boomers me. Live Thanks for coming on, now. Angel. Thank you. Th- thank See you, guys. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. So bye everybody. Thank you, Reefa. So long. Bye bye. Keep moving. Bye keep, bye. Keep the faith. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Rita Gray, star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.